You're about to listen to the Wissam Sharif podcast. This effort is made possible by our monthly supporters on Patreon. Please visit patreon.com slash Sharif to become a monthly patron and help us make more projects like this one. So find a posture of dignity, take a deep breath, and join us for today's episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, friends, brothers, sisters from around the world and listeners, wherever you are, whatever state you're in, welcome to the Wissam Sharif podcast with your host, Dr. Gina. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu and a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there that any kind of person who's motherly. <laughs> Amin. And then we could shout out all of the single moms out there yes. who are who are carrying the torch of motherhood on their own. And I would I'm going to quickly shout out because we're we are we are non-apologetic from the first second. Um, and here's to the difficulty of. Uh, how society has portrayed being a single mom as super easy. Like, yeah, oh, I'm, what? I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, so easy. <laughs> As a single mom, I have to say no. No, that's not true. That is that is not the case, Dr. Gina. It's doing not your case. doing your PhD while single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, doing that and, and being a single mom and yeah, no, no, definitely not easy. There's this, this idea that, oh, you're a single mom, you must be poor, and you're on welfare, and you're just terrible. And I've had people give me stuff. Like, the school has sent, like, food from, like, the uh, food banks to my, with my kid home because they just assume I'm poor. Because <laughs> I'm a single mom. <laughs> I don't turn down free food, though. <laughs> no, never I, I, turn that down. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. Alhamdulillah. Uh, I want to bring our listeners into that moment. So for everyone in the now, uh, the status of a mother in our way of life is tremendous. The maqam station of a mom is that after godliness, after loving God and the messenger, you love your mother, your mother, your mother, then your father. So you can unpack that narration later on in life. But the prophet, peace be upon him, gave the mother three preferences over the father in terms of love, respect, admiration. And also look at it this way. Your dad can go without one of the 50 thanks that you're going to give him. So give that last thanks to your mom and then give her all her share plus double, plus double, plus double. And so the status of mother in Islam is not one day. It is not uh, deliberated to a, uh, a, a day or a card, uh, but it is something that we, we honor on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And instead of, and just like you have uh, Mother's Day yearly, there is an annual festival that has been going on longer than uh, longer than Burning Man, mm-hmm. longer than 
any festival that you could imagine, I would say one of the longest standing festivals in the world mm-hmm. uh, predates Islam as we know it as mm. Muhammad, peace be upon him, right? Sure, sure. So, and drop a drum roll, please. We're yes. talking about Makkatul Mukarrama, the city of Mecca hosting mm-hmm. Hajj. Alhamdulillah. Today, very much Michael Wolf in the 90s for ABC News did a, <coughs> Gina, I don't know if you ever caught this one. It's um, one of the first ABC, Peter Jennings, if you could go back. Oh, yeah, that. Peter Jennings, yeah. Uh, and if one of our listeners can remember, uh, some of us are like 50 points higher on the SATs and our intelligence is double because of one single man, Peter Jennings, uh, the mm-hmm. news anchor, uh, when news uh, meant mm-hmm. a lot more. So yes. He, Peter Jennings. So this was like the whole world. There's no internet. We're all dialed mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. one TV station. Michael Wolf, a, a new revert to the religion, went to Makatul Mukarrama. I'm just painting this picture to our mm-hmm. listeners. Mm-hmm. Gang, I'm a I'm a Muslim village, a diligent, really, really zealot child for Islam. Michael wow. Wolf is broadcasting live from Mecca, and it's an experience. Mm-hmm. If you all can bring that up. It has been going on since before Islam. Wow. And the way we know it, that Hajj, the yearly visitation to Mecca by any Muslim who is able to go. Ah, the point was, if mm-hmm. you want to know about Hajj itself, yes, go, you'll find a hundred things on how to do Hajj. Mm-hmm, I have, mm-hmm. a, I think, a very extensive Hajj vlog. Ooh. Two of them. There's two Hajj vlogs. I mm-hmm. think there's a, a 20-something and a 2019 Hajj vlog mm-hmm. was sick. Mm-hmm. But that'll take you on the days. Gina, I want to start our conversation off today, as I know you represent the beginning of the story. Yes. And I am coming at it. Hajj is intended for a person uh, once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And Gina, in my place, in mm-hmm. my life, the scenario of life that I mm-hmm. live, I've gone multiple, multiple, multiple wow. times. Wow. SubhanAllah. Hajj specifically. And I only say that to you, my listeners, and to share that with you, Dr. Gina, this is not a hyper Instagram Hajj flex. Yo, I done been on Hajj this many times. Your Hajj game is weak. This is not the, that should be my rap name. <laughs> Your Hajj game is weak. That's my, that is my rap handle. Your Hajj game is weak. Okay, <laughs> but I got to get a name. So my first album's name is going to be Your Hudge Game is Weak. Get to Hudge or Die Trying. Nah, that's been taken. Okay, back, back to the point. <laughs> Excuse me, Dina. You're getting a lot of names. Yes, I am, right? Dina, what about for someone who has gone multiple times mm-hmm. and from someone who wants to go, mm-hmm. I am painting yes. the picture that everyone gets to Hudge. Mm-hmm. They go there, they save the money, they get to the event. Yes. And then when Hajj is supposed to happen, mm-hmm. when Hajj is supposed to occur, mm-hmm. then we were very underwhelmed. We're like, okay, now what? Am I never going to miss? Am I never oh. going to miss prayer because I'm going to Hajj? Or we all build up to Hajj, mm-hmm. then we get there, then we get back. Mm-hmm. And then there's this, I don't want to say an empty climax. But yeah. it's what you make of it. Right? True, true, true. 
I can understand where you're, you're coming from because I mentioned, you know, like my whole life for like 18 years of college, literally 18 years of college, I'm getting a PhD. I got it. Ah. <laughs> and then it's kind of like the thing I've been working for my whole life. I got it. Now Ooh. what do I do? Like, now what do I do with it? Yeah, exactly. Now taking two routes, <laughs> Malcolm X took the phrase Al-Hajj Malik Shabazz. Yes. Like he yes. added it to his name. Yes. And then the other phrase was, oh, I went on a bougie $20,000 Hajj. I came mm -hmm. home and I had to get back to work. And so today, I'm going to try to unpack it together. Today, oh listeners, the long and the short of it is Hajj is a transformational experience. Mm -hmm. So from, I'm going to start at the zero. Mm -hmm. I believe Hajj is a dress rehearsal for the day of judgment. Do we know on the day of judgment, Gina, the earth will become flat, shout mm -hmm. out flat earthers. Mm -hmm. um, the earth will be made one plane. Sure, all, sure. All human beings will be gathered on the plain of Arafah. Yes. Where yes. we stand, where we'll be gathered yes. there. Uh, the sky will be torn away. The day of judgment will take place. Did you want to know something really quick? So I was reading this book, like, what if questions would happen? And I think about that because it was like, the question was, what if the earth stopped spinning? Mm. If the earth stopped spinning, there would be like a thousand mile per hour wind that would just, between the, the two equators, would just flatten everything. Everything would just be blown apart because the earth had stopped moving. And the only people who would live would be those people underground or those people in, in Antarctica or in the Arctic. But I was thinking of the day of judgment, like everything is just. That's plot. Like, I, I'm sorry, what you said, though, is almost you just made the day of judgment that much easier to understand. <laughs> the earth will stop its rotation or the universe will stop its mm -hmm. access. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it's very overwhelming. I went to the uh, Ross Perot Museum last night with yesterday oh, yeah. with my kids. And it's, there's a whole celestial cosmic component. It's, it's some, Gina, we once believed that we lived in a universe and have mm -hmm. now recognized there are multiple universes. Mm -hmm. This is intended to uh, disturb your brain friends just sure. a little bit. A physicist described on a Joe, on Joe Rogan's podcast, Neil mm -hmm. Tyson. Degrassi. Degrassi. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he explained, and then we could look at this as well. That if a mother and a uh, and a child and and their her child put on a watch, sure. At the end mm -hmm. of their lives, they have experienced time differently. Yes. Oh, yes. you understood this. It blew my mind. No, it makes perfect sense to me. I feel almost like you know, growing up as a child, like time was different for me. It's almost like there's like a black hole of time and it just gets sucked, sucked in by when you're younger. Just everything just takes so much longer. But then as you get older, it just speeds up. I mean, that's and, my perception of things. And, and some people would say, oh, no, that's just you as a kid. But he tried to prove that a parent moves through time differently mm -hmm. and a child moves through time differently and that there would be a difference in their clocks we're yeah. poking friends we're poking at everything that is the matrix everything that is reality mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hudge once a year educated kings princes educated folks this is what atheist people who don't like religion mock 
a bunch of people get together in the desert celebrating mm-hmm. that one day the god in the sky will turn off the universe mm-hmm. and we will all be gathered here and i'm saying yes now yes. Gina, that information that i am not alone there is a god uh, and gina come on let's get over are there other life forms in this in billions of galaxies nebula multiple mm-hmm. universes time multiple time streams yes and you know that could be discussed string theory yes all yeah. that uh-huh. all with all of that are we really going to sit here and be like oh we're the only ones in the universe okay come on so so now that we're and now that you know of god and you know mm-hmm. of the expanses of the universe isn't mm-hmm. that hard for allahazawajal to be in the uh, to be looking after another set of creatures another uh, gina on the other side of the coin yeah, so this yeah. is a plato or socrates every time we flip the coin mm-hmm. if it lands on heads here mm-hmm. it lands on tails Somewhere over else. there yes yeah. exactly in the alternate universe and i'll leave all those theories open spider verse and i'll sure, leave it sure. all up to we now have so much space uh, vocabulary to discuss these things mm-hmm. thank you allah for giving us the words to be able to discuss this yes it's not that far fetched and while we're out here on tangent island gina just reel me in okay. tell me if it works for you sure sure oh listeners oh listeners you are told from childhood <laughs> say subhanallah and a tree will pop up in paradise Oh, read Quran. Uh, yes, the sound is I, if you say subhanallah, Gina, uh, <laughs> do 10. Subhanallah, 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 subhanallah. Oh, listener, bear with me here. I'm not getting you religious. How far fetched is the connection that when I say subhanallah, how awesome is Allah? A tree is created in. Mm-hmm. a metaverse yeah and a tree so how far is it to believe that the jannah is this f- f- fertile metaverse mm-hmm. and everything we do is going directly to that metaverse and it's like the metaverse here in this world sure like people sure. buy property houses mm-hmm. oh listeners as i'm talking about hajj dress rehearsal for the day of judgment as mm-hmm. i'm talking about paradise uh metaverse nfts cre- no more creating in the third in that dimension mm-hmm. it's easier to believe in a god mm-hmm. because of particle accelerometers because of the is it in sweden uh mm-hmm. the particle accelerometer yes it's really big you're talking about yeah. the really big one with this yes yes i believe that is in sweden it's like 17 miles yes wide. big Yeah. Now, Gina, all the so all of this that one could say, well, you know, we're recreating the Big Bang. All of this is is a mirror is showing us against a mirror that look how unbelievable the Creator is. Yes. Right. Oh yes. We're going to not going to many of us can already acknowledge God, but we're getting further into science and cloning, and I'm not going to be blown away if we get to Mars. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yes but at this point 70 years from now very good chance but all of this mm-hmm. creator of the heavens and the earth he told a dynamic story in reality tv yes adam 
Noah, mm -hmm. David and Goliath. Mm -hmm. So we had real occurrences mm -hmm. that told this mythology yes. of evil versus good and good yes. is weak um, and, and bad is powerful and, and Goliath and, and, and the Pharaoh and Jesus as mm -hmm. the metaphor, but mm -hmm. then Jesus was a prophet living person. Yes, yes. I know I'm out on a super tangent, but when it comes to Hajj prep Gina, mm -hmm. one must be able to say Hajj is the celebration of there is something greater than me. Yes, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So Hajj has zero to do with you. As much as we make it, I need forgiveness. It's like, I wish someone would understand after 10 Hajj, mm -hmm. after a dozen Hajj, Gina, mm -hmm. every time I said the number out loud, I mm -hmm. went to Hajj and I'll say, uh, the first time when I hit the fifth Hajj, mm -hmm. amazing. I was like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I did Hajj five times. Oh, wow. Gina, I met the guy there. Oh, subhanAllah. Uh, baker's dozen oh and i so said are, i didn't think he knew what he was saying i'm so yes, sorry yes, it was so hard yes, to believe he did yes, 13 hajj yes like, so brother this is your third hajj like 13 three i was trying to uh -huh, make some uh -huh, uh -huh. he said no and gina when i got past my number and then i mm -hmm. said it again i met 13 hajj and when i met 13 hajj i met 18 hajj subhanallah Wow. That was, uh, uh, at that point, <laughs> it was over. And then I met uh, the founder of Dar es Salaam. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't, and this just for our listeners, I was at Hajj number X for me, mm -hmm. you know, being really happy. And there was a cake, Gina, yes. in the middle of Hajj. Yes. Where it is a cake with frosting and candles. <laughs> it was his 31st year. 31st he didn't do 31 hudges he explained mm -hmm. that his cupcake sure, sure, sure. said some after like 18 or 20 hud mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he said being in ihram in mm -hmm. the state of hudj didn't allow me to serve the hujaj mm -hmm. so for 10 years i came just as a servant so he had come for 31 years wow oh, oh listeners had Hajj affected him? Was Hajj something greater than Haji Mustafa? Shout out Dar es Salaam. Yeah, yes. yes, Gina. And so I am saying to our listeners, I guess this is going to have to become a two-part. Mm -hmm. It is based on this, mm -hmm. the, my insignificance in the universe, mm -hmm. Gina, my hundred days to Hajj prep starts. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. So the, the whole episode today is Hajj preparation. Yes. But when I start telling you I'm stretching my psoas muscle, mm -hmm. what? What, what, uh, I'm doing cold dips. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm walking on the treadmill uh, barefoot. Okay, that yes. kind of makes sense. And mm -hmm. I'm walking 200 meters backwards. Oh, yeah. Why? Uh, I'm pushing the sled. I'm cutting sugars now. Mm -hmm. I'm cutting sugars now. I'm doing this now. I'm doing this now. Because none of Hudge Prep will, okay, I'm changing my sleep schedule oh. 21 days before Gina. And once we get to that conversation, listeners sure, will sure. get there. Four hours set the alarm wake up. Yes, oh, throughout the night. Hours. 
four, you got to actually, and then the week before it is three hours. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, if folks are ready, mm-hmm. uh, by the time, I, if I'm on a full hundred days to Hajj, mm-hmm. 90 minutes, 90, 90 minutes, 90 minutes. So yeah. So Gina, I will go to sleep. If I say I slept at 1130. Why are you doing that? I mean, that sounds like my sleep schedule because I have narcolepsy. So I'd wake up like 17 times a night, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Why? (laughs) Okay. Thank you very much. (laughs) Hajj is the life of a firefighter, Mm -hmm. except in Ibadah. I have been dozed off. And then someone will be like, oh, my God, let's. Oh, my God, we're going to go do tawaf. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, let's go make dua. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, let's go do this. And it's like. You have to be able to, and then there's jet lag. Yes. And, right. And, and so the, uh, a Navy SEAL wrote a book on sleep cycles Yes, and how they're at a whole nother level where they're taking like six 40 minute naps a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Weird. And they don't, that's their 24 hour cycle. Sure. Sure. Six 40 minute naps. And, uh, it, 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 but they also sleep in the ocean. The, they're the like the top level navy seal this is true this is true right and that's a that's a metaphor guys that they're at a whole nother level mm-hmm. but the idea is that hudge prep i want to go in gina mm-hmm. with the cardio mm-hmm. for an ultra marathon yes. i want to go in with a meditative state yes. of a, a buddhist retreat mm-hmm. i want to go in with I would say more than Ramadan level, mm-hmm. Gina, the, the, the food being able to look at bread and oil and a mm-hmm. dab of salt and say, mm-hmm. mm, sustenance. Yes. I will eat 21 days from now. I will sleep 21 days from now. I, I, I want to go to Hajj with David Goggins. Allahumma salli ala Allah guide him. If y'all, if y'all don't Amen. know what I'm talking about, y- y'all go know. Uh, David Goggins, we would like to take you to Hajj. I, I, I first I have to become able to keep up with his Hajj. And I, I want to poke in here because mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm talking abstract. Gina, do you know there is such a thing called walking Hajj? No, I don't even know. I mean, knowledge level one, maybe. Yes, so, so true. So I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, and I mean this not as a Gina, you don't know, but people i i with some didn't know because i mm-hmm. i got on my ac bus with wi-fi uh, that's at the and i'm sitting there and then i looked at these great scholars who we had mm-hmm. just sat with mm-hmm. and i saw them uh, they were like w- they're walking and i was like mm-hmm. and i looked for a little while and sheikh she- noman big explained mm-hmm. to me it was sheikh junaid khurasani of south africa um, I think it was his, tw- it was his sure. 12th Hajj walking. Yes. And so the, I'm trying to appeal to the fact that you're listening to a podcast about Hajj. Think about the person who doesn't have access to a podcast and had to save their whole life. Mm-hmm. Why can't we listeners prepare like we're Batman at the bottom of the the, the barrel why can't we prepare like we're a beggar in a far off remote country mm-hmm. who has not one hudge but mm-hmm. has saved 
one bean and now yes. has a thousand jelly beans which he will sell for a goat and trade for a cow mm-hmm. and then get money to buy a hajj ticket yes is it possible i say to my listeners can you create the perspective in front of you mm-hmm. can you create first you have to go before hajj you have to go to that third world country mm-hmm. i don't like that word i'm so sorry listeners I need you to go to a distant country where your amenities of life are not available mentally sure, and sure. then start building from there. So that to me on the mm-hmm. 26th minute is the first step, the yes. first step to Hajj yes. prep. The zero step was understanding what Hajj is. Yes. yes. It is, it is everything and it's nothing. Yes. It's, yes. It's, it's, it's like uh, when I went to Costa Rica, we went to this beautiful place. It was beautiful. Like you could see all kinds of creatures that were very rare and you could only find them in this one place. Mm-hmm. But to be there, you had to basically sleep on the ground with a mosquito net over you <laughs> and an open area pretty much. So, yeah, but it was sacrifice. worth it. Yeah. I.e. though, you had to sacrifice the self yes. to get to something greater. And I would huh. believe... Uh, you all are going to look it up on your own. Uh, so you're going to hear some buzzwords when it comes to Hajj, the pilgrimage. You reach Saudi Arabia, whether you're landing into Jeddah airport in, or into Medina airport. But there's some five, uh, let's say, locations. Mina, largest tent city in the mm-hmm. world. 2,000 mm-hmm. tents. Arafa, an open-aired uh, day worship space mm-hmm. muzdalifa muzdalifa an open aired night worship place jamarat where abraham was being incited by satan don't mm-hmm. go follow god's commandments mm-hmm. don't don't go sacrifice your son and the kaaba yes and the, and the, and the kaaba so you're going to hear i don't think i missed any uh, any components so on the day of uh, Muzdalifa night, so that's a place mm-hmm. you're going to go mm-hmm. where it's mandatory for every single person uh, in the act of Hajj to gather on the plain of Arafah mm-hmm. and pray to God. Mm-hmm. And, and friends, I believe the Costa Rica moment after Gina, four days you're in the desert bathroom situations, you're, it is uncomfortable. Yes. And what are you supposed to do all day? Worship. What does yeah, that mean yeah. to a Westerner? Lectures and this and that. What's the hiking? I mean, to go to that place, we had a hike like the whole day in. And then it poured down rain and we got there and soaked. <laughs> and a floor. <laughs> and the floor. And you yes. have to make you have to make those. And our stuff wasn't coming until the next day on the little airplane. So literally it was wet clothes and a floor. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> And so to to my listeners, what if you bought the best Hajj package and your luggage, uh, uh, you know, remained at the hotel or remained uh, uh, at the airport and it's on its way? Mm -hmm. That's right there, right there. That's the Hajj preparation that I want to do. So if we could, I feel like, Gina, we've left a part one to friends to just a, a broad scope to say, what is Hajj? Um, what can you get out of it? And if you prepare intensely, 
Mm-hmm. What could you bring back from Hajj? I think everyone's trying to go to Hajj. What can you bring back from Hajj? Mm-hmm. I think is a very, very powerful thing for me. We're going to bring the conversation just full circle to say, mm-hmm. friends, you you probably may have said once or twice in these few minutes, oh man, I, I, I don't know, I'll never be able to be able to go to Hajj. And, and it's it's that I'll never be able to go feeling. Mm-hmm. That truly then leads to, oh, I'm getting the chance. And it becomes all about you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The I'll never be able to go is starts out with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Allah, wax me, polish me, buff mm-hmm. me, inner, uh, you know, draino my septic tank mm-hmm. and prepare me for when I am part of the Hajj festival. Allahu Akbar, Kabir. Amen. 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 Allahumma amen. Allahumma amen. It reminds me that guy I gave the Zamzam water to in New York. Because here I am in the, the taxi with him and talking to him about, you know, I just went on Umrah and he's like, yeah, I'd like to go on Hajj, you know, and he's like, he just needed an extra push because he's like, well, I have all the money for everyone. We can go. But I don't know if I'm going to go. Wow. And uh, when I gave him that Zam Zam water, I was just, you know, it was just that little push. And, and I feel like he's going on Hajj this year with his family. Inshallah. Inshallah. So, so here's to our listeners uh, who are wondering. And as soon as I said to my sister, I said, hey, I'm, you know, podcast could be a Hajj prep. She said, are you going? I was like, to the podcast? She said, no, to Hajj. I was like, oh. <laughs> That was the exact conversation because I wasn't sure. I was like, big sister. Yes, I am going to the podcast. And she goes, no, Wissam, the Hajj, are you going to Hajj? I don't know. I have not been given a formal invitation by humans. But as of three days ago, I, Gina, woke up, showered, mentally prepared myself and kind of uh, bowed my head in front of the king and said, as a knight of mm-hmm. Hajj, mm-hmm. a servant, um, I am here. And I am actively now showing Allah, like I'm swimming laps and walking, Nothing. like all of the preparation we're going to talk about, I'm doing, I'm yes. doing so that if God were to say, you know, mm-hmm. who is in the box, who's in the pocket, who's mm-hmm. in the bullpen ready to serve uh, the Hajjaj, you know, I will be that much ready Yes. And if Allah Azawajal doesn't choose me for this year for Hajj, I, I don't know. Where, where's the loss? Like, where did, where did I lose? Yes, oh, yes. Too bad. I just bettered myself, uh, improved and opened out and released a lot of the toxins within mm-hmm, me, emotional, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. to be ready for next time. Alhamdulillah. So, uh, to Alhamdulillah. our listeners, I do not know, but I think we will be the first to tell. Uh, we will update you all as soon yes. as we hear about that. And Gina, here is to tipping my turban to a hajj together. Bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. Um, here is a quick moment for dua for our eyes, for our heart, for our ears, for anything that we have seen or uh, done. Oh, Allah, protect us. Um, for the young men and young women who are out in a world mm-hmm. where everything is publicized. Mm-hmm. We all danced around as kids. We all dressed up and, and uh, like plays and skits. Yes. And we all did funny pranks, even to yes. on the smallest scale. 
which were funny for all parties. And if it ever was messy, we cleaned, we, we helped clean up as well. And that was never hurtful. Mm -hmm. um, it was never during a time where there was a camera on every single thing that we did. Alhamdulillah, thank God. <laughs> so happy they didn't have Instagram or anything like that when I was in high school. So true. <laughs> so, good. So, so true. So here's a dua uh, uh, before Hajj, as much as we might be like, oh, I need to become perfect in 100 days to Hajj. Here's a dua for every dancer and TikToker and YouTuber and flexer and every mm -hmm. person on Instagram who's wearing their 13th watch. Um, seeking now i'm not talking down to anyone mm -hmm. seeking some admiration may you yes, receive yes. what you seek and then may you get something even better la ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu minal zalimin inna safa wal marata min فمن حج البيت أو اعتمر فلا جناح عليه أن أن يطوف بهما ومن تطوع خيرا فإن الله شاكر عليم Excuse me folks, I didn't give you a prep before that, it just felt right. That is the verse that is ritually read when you're walking between the two signs of God, which are mountains here on this earth called Safa, Safa, and Marwa, mm -hmm. our two mountains. Friends, with your permission, we're going to land this puppy here. Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi, subhanallahi alazim. A privilege, and for those listeners, maybe not in the faith or of any specific faith, ah, mm -hmm. uh, this is this is the biggest festival uh, that I have ever attended that has ever affected my life. So to mm -hmm. me, I'm leaning into this one. Maybe you don't need to see it as a religious thing. Uh, mm -hmm. You could see it as a transformational uh, ayahuasca ceremony. And I said this to a customs officer once. I mm -hmm. said, uh, it's like, oh, he said, uh, Hudge, what's that like? I said, mm -hmm. it's like Burning Man. It's a bunch of people in the desert, just minus the music, minus the drugs. And then the customs officer, because imagine Burning Man with no music, no drugs. You're just kind of staring off into the desert for a second. And he was like, whoa. So minus the drugs, minus the music, um, a festival in the desert to celebrate um, God's greatest friend, Ibrahim. Gina, shall we land this puppy? Sure, sure, sure. Make a special dua though for my my student who doesn't show up to class because she's uh making TikToks. Final <laughs> <laughs> law. May she be guided and come to speech therapy to school. I mean, I mean the the irony is the irony is if she like quote unquote becomes successful, she'd be like, see mom, I didn't need school. <laughs> oh, no. protector. I hope she's okay. doing fun. Uh, like quirky pranks and not uh, into the like 70 million young ladies who are being uh, kind of coerced into doing challenges. May Allah protect them oh, and keep them safe. Gina, you're a great part to the team here and all the little bits that you bring um, help all of us. So I say that with that, may you get hudged. <laughs>
Amin. Amin. And I, I do want to do Hajj at 50, but I may I may do 49. I don't know. Inshallah. Whatever. I would like to go on Hajj. Alhamdulillah. Inshallah. Inshallah. And Umrah. Here's to our listener. Umrah is in the bag. We have to go for Umrah. We got to do like four yes. more Umrahs. Amin. Yes. Amin. Friends, Amin. here's to you. Here's to yours. And here's to finding the best of this life and finding the hereafter. Even better than this world. Rabbana atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhaban Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah.